we all need to laugh. We choose truth over facts. And now for a perpetual political protest in progress. Judge my physical mental suit, my physical as well as my mental suit, fitness. Coffee time. That's right, it's coffee time, and you have uh, just arrived at the Ammo Can Coffee Social Club Conservative Hour of Power and Enlightenment Salon. I'm Jason Floyd. Along with me today is uh, Loretta Eaton with her stack of stuff all crumpled <laughs> and uh, actually quite impressive. I'd say that's about a half inch. Uh, well, yeah, it's always like is. A, always like a is. half inch you know, of printed material. Lots of dumb in the world today. So. A lot of dumb in the world today, yes, yes. So, so for those of you who are not familiar with with uh, the battle that uh, Loretta and I are currently engaged in. It is, uh, it is the battle of stupid, <laughs> stupid versus, versus evil. evil. That's right. So uh, speaking of uh, uh, stupid, um, have you seen the, the latest statements from uh, Mr. Biden? Mr. Biden talking about... Uh, Which one? <laughs> how, how there was... Uh, how, how the sanctions were not meant to be deterrents. Oh, okay, yeah. Except I, if you just, listen to all of the they talking were, heads. They were and, meant. Yeah, yeah, everybody in the White House for like three weeks has been saying, well, these sanctions the, are meant to serve as deterrence. deterrence. So I'm not sure where Mr. Biden checked his brain. Uh, it definitely wasn't at the door because at least you could find it there. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, we don't have Mr. Biden on with us. But what we do have is we mm-hmm. have the actual president of the United States on <laughs> with us. The actual president. The actual president of the United States. Welcome to the to the show, sir. Once, actual, and always. Pleasure <laughs> to be here. Thank so, you for having me. So uh, <laughs> it, how was your flight into the studio today? Oh, the flight in was fantastic. I bought that uh, Alaska Airlines credit card about four months ago, racked up some points. The flight over here cost me about four dollars and thirty-two cents. <laughs> so, so you're still you're still uh, uh, conscious of how far the dollar won't go. I've always been conscious of how far the dollar won't go. <laughs> okay. I've been bankrupt a couple of times, but I bounce back. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like the Teflon Man. Mm. So, uh, so, Mr. President, can we can we anticipate a bounce back here in the future? Because we're I think there's many Americans uh, who who didn't vote who even have buyer's remorse. Well, let me say, I'm contemplating a lot of things about 2024. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm going to run. I'm going to win. It's no biggie. It's an expected thing. But I'm also putting together my own application for the Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Teddy Roosevelt did it with a horse. Yep. I can do it with a geosync satellite, all right? I mean, lot, <laughs> lots of mess left over in Afghanistan. Very sad. But heck, if William Shatner can go up there at 90, I can do it over a decade younger and more handsome. <laughs> Just give me my cool flight suit, a better blue than Will's, my president's bomber jacket, some Doritos. An Xbox One controller. Uh-uh. Oh, look, Mahmoud and Habibi are having a little too much fun in that force protection cougar that Joe left over there. <laughs> Fwap, not anymore, Space Force. <laughs> All right, well, it's always fun to have uh, have the president on with us. This is uh, the first time we've had the opportunity. You've heard him on the radio. You've seen him on television. He's even in our bumper music, and uh, we are just uh, delighted to have you with us today, sir. Um so, in all serious, I, I want to, 
actually, uh, in all seriousness, in yes. all seriousness, As we chuckle uncontrollably. Yes, and, uh, yeah. So what can you say? So I was actually making coffee. Surprise, surprise! Earlier this week, when um, Judd Hack uh, arrived on the scene, and uh, welcome to the studio, Judd. Oh, happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. And Darn it, uh, you said my real name. Oh no. And and Judd uh, Judd decided that he wanted something tasty, and so he walked into the ammo can because obviously, where would the uh, alter ego of uh, Donald Trump? rather reside than here in Soldatna at Ammo Can Coffee. The only place that serves patriots instead of Americanos. Oh. That's right. That's oh, right. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So so for those that don't know it, an Americano is sort of a derogatory Italian term for the watered-down espresso that American GIs <laughs> oh, wanted. Oh, is it? Yeah, when oh, they, I, d- when I they, didn't know that. When they hit the beach, you know, it was yeah. like... Uh, can I get a coffee? And so okay. they give them an espresso, and they Nigo. say, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah. Can you put some water in this? Yeah. this it's is a real like... coffee. <laughs> you drink this, you wake up. Uh, you don't, uh, you go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm Sicilian, so I can do that impression. So, yeah. so you know, Judd uh, walked in, he ordered his coffee, but he did it in his uh, Donald Trump persona. And he was so funny uh, at the counter that uh, I, I for- completely forgot what he ordered, even though it was like the simplest drink on the menu. What, what could have taken 35 <laughs> seconds took about eight minutes yeah yeah after i picked myself <laughs> up off the floor I, I asked him if he did uh, stand up and he said uh no you know no god no <laughs> and uh, i said well at the very least we have to have you come back to ammo can coffee i'm only and funny when it's completely unplanned and unscripted so yeah, you know, other yeah. than that the stage fright kicks in oh no <laughs> and yet here yeah. i am <laughs> so so judd uh judd has has come back in the shop a couple of times <laughs> since and uh, we've been able to see the See the president who always seems to travel not far behind uh, Judd. Sometimes he precedes Judd, and um, uh, sometimes you wonder if Judd is actually there. So uh, thank you for coming today, Judd. And um, can you tell us a little bit about what has brought you to Alaska and this big personality you have? Because this is a big state with lots of room for big personalities. Well, first off, the good Donald is always with me. Um, mm-hmm. if it's like one the force. If one it were to make it, like an allegory of my mind, it would look like the inside of an old beat up, you know, World War II era submarine. You know, sometimes Donald's at the periscope. You know, sometimes <laughs> Montgomery Scott's at it, but usually he's doing an engineering. Uh, and then you know, you get a couple other ones in there. Nicholas Cage is playing with the torpedoes. You know, I found some rockets, but you know, yeah, my mind is a world is a is that, old, is that is that rockets versus rockets. Yeah, rockets. You know, that's how he always says, "You're oh, a rocket man." Oh, he found some rockets in the. T- in the- <laughs> I'm sure Nicholas Cage has found a couple of rockets every once in a while. You know, how do you launch a rocket? No, let's no, not go no, there. No, by no, being no. Francis Ford Coppola's nephew in Hollywood, right? <laughs> as many rockets as you want. No. Uh, that being said, I'm stoked for the unbearable weight of massive talent. I can't wait to see it because it's Nicholas Plage playing Nicholas Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Plage, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, no, I, I, I was born in Park Ridge, uh, unfortunately the same town that Hillary Rodham Clinton comes from. Um, but I was born in a hospital in Park Ridge and then went back to Skokie, which is about 10 miles away. Um, yeah, I grew up outside of Chicago, never really in Chicago. Went down to visit Chicago, thought Chicago was cool, but I'm not from Chicago. But nobody knows where Skokie or Northbrook are, so mm. yeah. I just tell people I'm from Chicago. I'm sure I'll get called on that at some point. 
But yeah, I came when you run for office. Yeah, of most course, likely. right? Yeah. So like my next life, the life after that, and, you know, <laughs> I'm getting over stage fright to be funny in front of people right now. I don't know if I'll run for a political office in this life, but hey, the current president of Ukraine is a comedian. Yeah, um, and, and he did a good job, by the way. I don't know if you've seen Man of the People, but we had a Ukrainian <laughs> exchange student that um, painted actually those two those two paintings right behind you, um, and yeah, she told me about that. She um, she. Tur- turned us on to that that uh, show that, that comedy that uh, series uh, that he did, and uh, it was really actually mm-hmm. really well done. So, and it was ironic and kind of cool when he said, "You know what? I think I'm going to actually run for president." And <laughs> and he actually did run did. for president. And then he did what he did in the show. Yeah, yeah. He, he systematically yep. he started going after the corruption in Ukraine, which uh, Mr. Biden wasn't very appreciative of because his, uh, his, <laughs> his son, son? Yeah. Uh, Hunter, seemed to be um, somehow connected to the oligarchs that... Somehow? Yeah, <laughs> yeah somehow. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, you're going to get rid of this one investigator or else I'm not going to give you foreign aid. It's like, I don't think Hunter's just con- connected to the con- corruption over there, but hey, it's okay. We're going to give him his 97th pass this decade, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, uh, so, I mean, I... Uh, I left, I left the uh, Chicagoland area. I left Illinois right at 18. I went down to South Carolina for the Citadel and uh, did some stuff while I was there. And then I, after knob year at the Citadel, which is like freshman year, you know, you, you're bald, you don't matter, you get yelled at a lot, and, you know, <laughs> nothing you do is ever good enough, you know, apparently to most of your Now tell us, tell us about the Citadel. Oh, um, uh, read or watch the Lords of Discipline, and there you go. I mean... No, I don't know. It's did a, you go there under your own choice, or did somebody yeah. send you? I went there technically under my own choice. Nine uh, eleven happened, and I wanted to join the military because okay. you know that's what young, impressionable teenagers do, I guess. You right. know, but um, right. I no, I you know we we were attacked, and I thought the right thing to do was to serve my country in some way, shape, or form. And my parents were both like, "No, God, no!" And I'm like, "Oh, um, yeah, come on." I'm going to be 18 in like 45 seconds. Mm. I can make my own decisions. So I tried to honor their wishes like, a, you know, the family I'd been raised in. There was kind of a hierarchy. So you respected your parents, which apparently is a rare thing this day and age. So we came to the ultimatum of, okay, you want to join the military? We want you to go to college. Yeah. How about you go to a military college? And I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Funny thing was I didn't even try on the application like I half bad worded it uh-huh. and uh, they were like congratulations you've been accepted and i'm like darn it great <laughs> but uh, you know about three quarters of the way through knob year i i signed up anyway and mm. and uh right after the you know school year of boot camp that i'd just been through um i went to paris island and uh joined the marine corps reserves so i see you're wearing a marine corps hat oh yeah you know uh Represent. so how long did you did you serve in the marine corps i went in in 2005 um and i ended up getting uh, medically separated in 2016 okay mm. a good portion of the back end of that was me being on tdrl which basically i did nothing so for those of you who have not grown up in a military in the culture military, like what, me what does tdrl yeah. stand for uh, god it's been so long since temporary there's an abbreviation for everything in the military yeah yeah um yeah. temporary duty no, temp- i believe it was temporary disabled retirement list oh, okay okay i, I was thinking wrong. i was thinking temporary duty yard there's some, TDY. Salty, there's some yeah, salty, like did their whole career active duty marines like that's wrong yeah this guy's lying and it's like no i'm not mm-hmm. lying i just stopped caring after a certain point because my 
basically about halfway through my one and only whopping deployment, and I don't, I'm not trying to brag about it at all, because again, there's guys who've done like 15. Um, it kind of felt like the evil little Maharaja from Temple of Doom um, stuck an ice pick in the, a different voodoo doll that wasn't Indiana Jones. Mm. And in Marine Corps fashion, they were like, well, here's Mochin and Water, keep working, by the way, you're fat. And, uh, yeah, that was, by, that, by that the, was the massive, by the way, by the way, you're fat. Yeah, that was the, yeah, no, no. Like literally it was like, well, you're out of standards. For, I think uh, my seven year old told me that last week. Oh no. Yeah. Like in, in a war zone, the literal verbiage, well, you're out of standards for a standard that's not in place yet. And it's not going to be in place for like six more months, but we're going to get you there. It's like, okay. And, <laughs> and you did, you made the critical decision not to transition into a woman. Oh, that wasn't an option back then. Oh, okay. No, like, I, I hate to say it, but I think people, my demographic now, are actually able to use the phrase old core, because it's like, um, <laughs> no. The old core. Yeah. Old I, core. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Under, I, I under know. the old core. I've, yeah. uh, technically, I've been out of the Marine Corps for six years. To be honest, I stopped doing anything in 2011 because of my injury. Okay. And okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how it goes nowadays, you know, but I would hope that whoever's willing to serve is able to serve and god the pc is really falling in tight right now but no i mean we're war fighters even the guys you know if it comes down to it the last supply guy will be handed a rifle if you're under attack and a marine supply guy still might know how to shoot better than certain other types of service member you know just saying well and again i was in infantry but when i went over there i was driving mraps and up armored humvees on patrols and it was it sucked at the time, but now it's some of my most cherished memories, you know? Right, right. And, mm-hmm. uh, so do you stay You stay in contact with some of the guys you served with? Oh, I, <laughs> I lived in the same town with some of the guys that I served with uh-huh. because we all went to the same reserve unit, and I kept in touch with them right up until we moved up here, and yeah. I still message them and stuff like that. And, I mean, You tell them to come come move up here to God's country? and oh, I'm going to kidnap them. Yeah. 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 I'm going to, like, have a clandestine, like, you know, I'm going to jump Bag out of a Bag over the head. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do what the North Koreans do and get one of those high-torqued Cessnas and just get into a crosswind on a country road and it doesn't even land. I just walk out and it takes back <laughs> off. And it's like, oh, hey, Woody. Hey, what are you doing? And he's, you know, that was a lot of chloroform. Oh, look, you're in Alaska all of a sudden. So, so help so me build just, a deck? Yeah, I just want to clarify, these are all Marines, right? Right? Yes. You're just you're not bringing like uh, Southern Californians here. No, no, no. So- South Carolinians. South Carol. Okay. They're, they're yeah, basically okay. the same people, just with a higher heat tolerance. Oh. You know. Okay. No, I, we're, no. we're more talking the it's politics. A, it's we're a not wet interested heat. in it's, the. It's a wet heat. Yeah, we're no, not the, talking. The, the, the most the most non-conservative people I know are more apolitical than anything else. Well, that that, that, like, that they can, yeah. they don't care. They're busy digging tunnels under their house and compiling ammunition for whenever uh. any politician screws uh. with their way of life. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Including the conservatives. See, you know? we're, we're, we're a little bit more um, advanced here in the north. We we build the tunnel before the house. Yeah, so yeah. the house is like an afterthought. The tunnel <laughs> comes first. Well, I mean, the one friend I know, he bought the house and... I'm kind of convinced he's got like a Silence of the Lambs things going, but I can't oh, prove it. Don't bring him. And now they're four time zones away. You know? No, no. I have lotion yeah. and baskets. <laughs> no. You're about a size 14. <laughs> but no, uh, no. most of the people that I deployed with are red-blooded, hot-blooded, freedom-loving Americans. And I mean, you know, I mean, from my platoon sergeant to... And, you know, we don't all fall under the same spectrum of things. But, I mean, at the same time, it's like we were all... Okay, let me put it this way. We were driving down a road. We knew at any moment it could blow up. Yeah. So right. we weren't doing it yeah. for, you know, we were doing it for each other and we were doing it for our country. Mm-hmm. 
you know, because yeah. I mean, I'd yeah. say we were doing it for the Iraqis, but unfortunately, you know, past politicians so, just kind of went, oh, whoop, hey, we've left that country. So, yeah, look, it's so, now. so was it was it actually Afghanistan where you were deployed? Or? No, I was never in Afghanistan. I, I only made it once to Iraq. And, okay. Uh, did yeah. you leave anything in Iraq that you need to go find or you 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 miss? <laughs> I mean, the falafel or kids watch this show, right? Or with their parents? Yeah, yeah hopefully. Yeah, so no, try I try to keep it G. Yeah, no, <laughs> a no, little bit. But there there were no. I I didn't leave anything there, but. From what I heard, there were a couple of red-headed teenagers about the time that um, <laughs> the next generation of troops went to Iraq, oh, no. <laughs> and the locals literally nicknamed them Son of Desert Storm. Mm. Yeah. It's okay. like, well, I mean, maybe those were the British troops, you know. Does he kind of talk like he's got a pot of gold hidden somewhere? <laughs> no, his name is Mahmoud because his father was not here, you know. He had a mother who did not have red hair and blue eye. <laughs> so, so I see that you you have kind of a sort of a an entourage, a paparazzi, as it will, uh, that is followed you here today. Well, uh, I always have an entourage. I mean, no, <laughs> that's what happens when you make a family. You know, you don't just yeah, yeah. You know, guy time becomes everyone time, their, their time, <laughs> and friend of the family time, which is fine. You know? Yeah. Probably yeah. going to go to Ido's after this, or Ido, whatever, however it's pronounced. I do. I, yeah, I, do. That, I have no I, idea. I have no idea. All I know is every time I drive past that one restaurant down there, I think of the one guy with the sponges from Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh, yeah. one, the one, the quintessential 1980s henchman, you know, yeah. in a window. <laughs> So, you know what I'm talking about? So, so <laughs> you, you came to Alaska. Um, obviously, you convinced the voices in your head to come with you. <laughs> well, I mean, my wife did. She kind of drives that boat. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, so why Alaska? What, what, what drew you to Alaska? Well, I mean, okay. Uh, my wife's from here originally. She was a Navy brat. Um, ADAC. Was, ADAC. Yeah. Can you believe it? Fr from ADAC? Yeah. yeah wow. I know so very few people that, it, that, that, ad that admit to being <laughs> from ADAC. I'm pretty sure you can see Russia from there. I, I'm pretty sure you <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah, who know you can see Russia from your house? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, hey, wow, she wasn't lying. <laughs> yeah. No, like, um, or maybe she, what, I don't know. I have no comment. No comment. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you know that that brings up an interesting, just little side note. This summer, we had uh, we had a homeless guy from the the Rio Grande Valley who came uh, into. Oh. It was late summer, early early fall actually, and um, he was uh, he was backpacking around. He didn't even have a real backpack. He had a satchel, yeah. <laughs> one of these slung by your yeah, side like deal, oh, sort of like a little bit bigger than yeah. a laptop case. Yeah. But his whole world was in that. Mm -hmm. And then he had one of those, you know, plus 20, plus 30 sleeping bags that mm -hmm. was slung to that. And he was literally sleeping outside oh, in that. And uh, we got talking to him. And it's like, dude, what, what's, what's the deal? Because he obviously wasn't from around here. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, I, you know, I just came to Alaska because um, I, just, I just thought it was cool. It's like a video game, you know. And... Uh, it, well, this guy had lost uh, touch with reality a while ago, uh, and and yeah, which, but he which video game? <laughs> uh, Far Cry. Mm. Okay, that is a video game where the people and the animals will kill you after a certain yeah. amount of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know he um, he uh, you know he had a very to put it kindly a very simplistic view on everything, and his plan 
because I asked him, what's your plan, dude? Because, you know, another two weeks, you're going to be frozen to the sidewalk. And, we're, you know, the cops are going to be scraping you up and, and you're going to be warming up in the, uh, you know, <laughs> the, morgue. the morgue down <laughs> here. passes for it. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he said he, he was going to fly to Dutch Harbor. Okay. Oh wow! So going to a place hopefully. where there's not a lot. He was he was going to fly <laughs> to Dutch Harbor, where to a place he where there's less. Where he was going to then catch a fishing vessel to one of the outer Aleutian Islands, where he was going to stand shop. stand on the beach and until he could flag down a Russian trawler, and he was going to basically hitchhike to to Kamchatka. Okay, that was his plan. Okay. 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 Does understand how small those islands are, how <laughs> much water there is. No, he did not understand. And they yeah, may like, not you know, see him you know, on the this beach. Is, but this is an interesting, an interesting phenomenon Kevin because Megan I had a better plan at the end of Tremors, and that wasn't even a plan. It's just like, <laughs> I, you know, that was the most frightening movie I think I ever saw. Where <laughs> it was under the ground. Yeah, yeah, that was a terrifying movie when yeah. I saw it. I was very sheltered as a child. But it was like my favorite movie as a child. That's my wife's favorite movie too. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard somebody else just recently say that they had talked to somebody who was going to hitchhike. They said they were they to were getting, they were going to hitchhike to Dutch Harbor. To Dutch <laughs> Harbor. And and I was I like, hope you pack your floaties. You know, I mean, it's not further than you know, like Oahu to Honolulu. So or, I wonder if they looked at the Aleutian uh, chain. Honolulu on Oahu. See, I wonder that's if, how many times yeah, I've been yeah, to. Hawaii. But I wonder if they looked at the Aleutian <laughs> chain and thought what, that was connected by like a highway or something. It would make you know, from a big map that, from that a would little not be small a bad map. investment. Make like an equivalent of the Florida Keys up here. You know, I mean, that, why not? That, why that not? Would, People would, could go back. That would be forth. a very bad investment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the roads in the Florida Keys don't freeze, right? Yeah. You know. yeah. What's, there's nothing out there. No. <laughs> and there's nothing you want to no, go the out only there. Thing, the only thing be. you can get out there is crabs. So. Well, and there's some islands that, that actually oh, there's. Can, you've seen deadliest catch, I'm, right? I'm not going in any direction with what <laughs> you just said. My brain just went in 15 different directions. Well, and there's some islands that all they do is oh birds my. poop on them. You know, St. Paul, I think, is one that. Um, that bird, would be a great T-shirt. Birds poop here. That, that's about it. And <laughs> and uh, bird watchers go there. They take the ferry and they go there and they get people to. Uh, I don't know where they stay. It's a sanctuary. It's it's kind of like a nest. It's a bird sanctuary. Well, these are not little islands. These are relatively. But have you ever seen one of those bird sanctuaries? Yeah. Isn't there one in the yeah. middle of Testament Lake? Yeah. You know, I I there's one in Shoop. Bay, Shoop, Shoop Bay. Bay, which is just outside of Valdez, and oh. uh, it's a big rock. Yeah, I've, and the kitty wakes, yep. kitty yep. wakes nest there. Yep, and uh, they're not pleasant. <laughs> no, no. If you if you kayak too close, they let you know that you're yeah. not welcome. Well, not only that, you just get covered in white stuff sometimes. <laughs> I yell caca while assuming a martial arts stance. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, right, yeah. 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 This is not tanning lotion. No, <laughs> but it could be. You, you know what they call the, the that brown stuff on the top of chicken poop? Poop. Uh, do we want to know this? Look, is it is okay? Okay, Ch- chicken poop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, okay, that's how they harvest gray poupon. They just get the brown <laughs> stuff off. Right? I don't know. So, um, <laughs> Ukraine boots on the ground. Yes, no. First off, your Ukrainian friend who painted those beautiful pictures is she okay? Uh, she's in Poland. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she's okay for the time being. But uh, apparently, uh, now we have to be worried about an invasion of Poland. 
she, she she said that. That's no, that's, no, or, she didn't no. say that. That that's what's being hinted at in the news that now Poland is under threat, mm. and and Alaska. You know, recently a member of the the Duma, <laughs> Duma the Duma said, you know, we need Alaska to give back. Alaska back. Yeah. That, you know, that, you know it, I think he very, forgot that we yeah. got a receipt for Alaska because yeah. we yeah. actually paid for it. That would be a very interesting <laughs> attempt by them. I'm just going to revert back to Trump for this. It's like this state has more guns than like. 75% of the rest of the country. Like, I think Texas is second to us, and that's saying a lot. Yeah. It's like, I see Texans who come up here because Texas is ceasing to be Texas. Yeah. And it's just like, um, good luck. You know? Well, really, I, where are they going to invade? Where are they going to roll <laughs> tanks up? They're just going to get blocked by more mountains. Yeah. Um, it's, it would be the most frustrating ground campaign in their history because it would be like, yay, we won Whittier. No, they no. blew just, up the mountain. You we have to airlift all this stuff. We'll see you guys next see, Tuesday. Judd Jud has not been here long enough. You can tell. You, you mm. just promise people in Alaska, will, the Russians will promise them their pu- full PFD yeah. every year. <laughs> and they'll be like, and they will just, we are as, golden. And we are golden. Yeah, just so, it'll be in the ruble, which is worth pennies right us, now. Give us PFDs and Netflix and, yeah. and all the Doritos and yeah. marijuana we can smoke. Yeah. Somebody say Doritos. <laughs> yeah. Legalize the marijuana laws even more and promise them the PFD. So you've just not, you, yeah, you, com, you've got to be here another well, six I, months. I, I haven't gotten get that. my first PFD yet, so uh, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. a second tax return, basically. You right? know, you know, PFD also is a is a Coast Guard designation for personal flotation device. Oh, is it? Yeah. Which which Personal which is fitting. apropos because yeah. because a lot of Alaskan families really rely on the permanent fund dividend, mm-hmm. their payments, to be a personal flotation device. <laughs> you know, because Mistake. because uh, it's an expensive place to live, and you know, there's uh, it's cheaper to buy gas in some places in the lower 48 than it is here, where it's actually. The oil's pumped out of the ground. I was going to say it's cheaper to buy gas somewhere in the United States right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, you Joe. know, if you go to the cities, typically they are cheaper than the places that are pumping the, 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 the yeah. gas because they, they count them. There's a law that counts it as the, they, they can set their prices from the point of distribution. So they pick the largest population area. Oh, really? And they call that the point of distribution. So if you go to Nikiski mm. and you buy fuel from the Tesoro... The right there okay, uh, yeah. uh, Just, by Miller yeah. Loop, right? Yeah. I'm writing this down. Hold that on. <laughs> that that uh, gas station oftentimes is more expensive oh. than the Tesoro in Anchorage. Oh, I didn't know that. And and that gas station is literally within eyesight of the refinery. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. You can see the plume. From yeah, the does, refinery. Does that refinery produce a hundred percent of the gasoline used? I, I you know. I need to talk to. I don't know how that works. Jet fuel and Be, gasoline. But a hundred percent of the gasoline that's used on the peninsula. Oh no! There's none no, trucked no. down. No, from, no, no. There's there's some brought I down. I think there's from, other producers, but I, 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 I don't know. There's no I other refineries. Know. That would be something the, for somebody to call in on. You know, if we ever get to be live here. Because I know it's not as simple as it's a refinery. Because I know it does the. I know it does the jet fuel, but not 100% of the jet low, fuel that low, Alaska uses is me. Low sulfur diesel. I, I have a great suggestion to some solve of that this too. problem, however. Okay. Get the oil out of the ground in Alaska. Oh, yeah. Stop well, paying Iran and, you know, Russia for their oil. Be a great solution right there. Yeah, we could have gas prices down by Thursday. I'd be even that by Thursday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's even simpler. Just finish the, ex, you know, the the, the pipeline and <clears throat> let them continue fracking. 
you know, yeah. go back to fracking in the lower 48. They've already got the pipelines. They've got the infrastructure. Give it another 20 or 40 years to figure out what to do with the battery cores of these electric cars so they don't end up stored in the desert like nuclear waste, you know. And, uh, hey. Maybe know. they could put them back in the giant pits that they mine them out of. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, because that's you know, eco-friendly. The, the big strip mines, they could just, you know, because that's eco-friendly, yeah. It's, you know, it's, the, 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 it's sort a huge, of a supply and demand thing. I'm you a know. huge sci-fi nerd. And there's there's there, there's this one thing that nobody's ever really considered with all this waste, space, right? Like there's this thing in sci-fi, some of the games I played, some of the stuff I watched called a mass driver. Mm-hmm. It's literally like you take the Epcot train from you know 1980s 1990s Disney World, right? The magnetic, supposedly magnetic train that they've got, yeah. and just like put it on steroids. You've got an electromagnetic slingshot right. that just goes slowly up and up from flat to like. 70 degrees into the air. Right. And by that point, it's like super or hypersonic. It's all magnetism. Right. And it just got aircraft carrier launched past orbit. Just launch the stuff into the sun. What's the sun going to do? It's not going to mind. It's a constantly burning <laughs> nuclear explosion. Well, I, you know, I, I did see uh, on a popular science thing this week um, that there is a company working on basically what you're talking about. It's not using maglev. It's using... Um, Essentially, <laughs> essentially a a um, oh what is it, like a centrifuge? Yeah, it's like a space elevator. Yeah, I've a seen space that. elevator. It, the thing spins. Yeah, spins and spins, yeah, yeah. spins and then goes. Yeah. How'd you like to be the guy that has to decide which time to push the button? Yeah. It's probably yeah. all computer that, controlled. That's, that reminds me of a game my son plays. Now, oh, yeah, crap, we just wiped out uh, Washington yeah. D.C. A lot of this is hindered by the fact that we've we bought into environmentalism. And you can't change anything because the thing you're talking about and even the space elevators, these are these are huge projects that require us to uproot and, and where they have to be located. A space elevator has to be located at a specific place on the Earth mm-hmm. in order to take advantage of the, the spinning Earth and the same one you're talking about at just, some you know, point. There is a solution out there. And it doesn't include a 13-year-old from Scandinavia yelling, How dare you! Uh, it just doesn't. Like, I'm sorry. You you know, cutting yeah, off, what, cutting off the fuels it, what that What is she use, doing these days? Nothing. Nothing because she's... She's, she's outlived the, the, her popularity. Yeah, she's and outlived her, her popularity. No, I just, you know, and I kind of feel sorry for her, too, because I wonder if she... was abused. She, she was used. She yeah. was used. She was But how is she any different than the rest of the ones that are bought into the transgender movement, the ones that think they have the right... Uh, well, she's top. not transgender, for one. No, but it's all, part, it's all part and parcel of the same... It's all part and parcel of the same thing that we're seeing. She's a, she was a 16-year-old that felt she could tell the world right. how, how to live, and she didn't know. We've my dreams and my you know, childhood. Yeah, we've <laughs> got, doing our best you know, <laughs> Catherine Hepburn impression right there. We've yeah. got 12-year-olds that are being allowed to cut their breasts off and take... Tremendous hormones. And you've got shampoo commercials for, you know, transgender kids. It's like, uh, no. I just, you know, no. Um, they're all meanwhile, in China, you know, every young, able-bodied male is being fed red meat, and they're building an army. You know, I just, uh, hey, <laughs> right. But over here, boys can be girls. Well, and they it's worry, the American th- dream. Well, one standard's good, might as well have two. Well, the newest one was to make sure that pregnant, <laughs> pregnant pilots had the proper uniform. <laughs> And um, I'm, I'm trying to understand how you could actually put a pregnant woman 
in a fighter jet? I really don't think there's a, there's that... There's a simple answer to that. Um, you really shouldn't. Exactly. Because you, know, exactly. you pull the these pressure. things called Gs. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not understanding why they even did that. And then they give birth to the world's yeah. If you want to induce Stanley. labor, put them in a fighter plane so why or a centrifuge. So you know? why, but why didn't we talk about that? Why you're, you're in a dog fight and it's like, oh crap, my water broke. Yeah. <laughs> I see the head! You see the what? Who's this? This is your opponent in the sky. Mm. I'm having a baby! You should land before I shoot both of you down. Congratulations! Nazdravia! What does that mean? I don't even know. I'm drunk. I'm Russian. Did I go too far? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. The, you know, uh, it's, it's called, you know, no, no, okay, from yeah. a reservist pogue. Combat readiness, okay? Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, we, we, you go on maternity leave, okay? And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. No. Okay? Because as a woman, you're doing something that a biological man never could. No, that's not, you're not, no, 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 sorry. Starting in a comedy no. with, you know, no. Danny DeVito. You just, <laughs> see, you're just on the wrong side of all these issues. I know. Men can have babies. That, that's why he's, really? that's, that's yes. why he uh, are they, doesn't. Are they seahorses? I have no idea, but I know, I you know, according actually, to. You can actually, when you go to the comic book on yep. the back page, you can, yep. you can yep. order them. What, they, babies? They, no, the seahorse thing. The, the, the sea monkeys? Sea monkeys. They're sea monkeys, yeah. that's what they are. No, but you know, no, no. <laughs> It's something sacred and amazing and special that, like, come on, women, they do 98.9% repeating of the work when it comes to making new babies. Men are just kind of like, yeah, I helped <laughs> for 15 minutes. Well, and you have to forget, and don't forget that uh, women do like 98% of everything else, too. This is true. So, without, without my wife in my life, I would be a bigger mess than I am right now. Yeah. I know. You would be. I would. I would. I agree I, with I, you. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, Loretta I, has met my wife. I she talk knows to Michelle what she all puts the time. Up. Yeah. We talk, we talk about things. No, she talks about me. What frustrates me the most about this current trans movement, and again, I, I have no problem with somebody if they decide that this is what they want to do. However, you're, you're it, it, getting politicized. You're trying to take what is special about the two differences in gender and basically nullify it, right? Whether it's in sports where... Women are pummeling the living heck out of women because some of them aren't women, okay? And you know what I'm referencing to recently, okay? Yes. Yeah. It's like, and I heard this hilarious uh, spoof that was played in front of a city hall. Of, like, it was from uh, the Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way, except it's, why did girls' sports go away? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, sooner or later, girls' sports is just going to be played by guys. It's not fair in a certain sense. It's like, why don't we have a trans league? Right, that would be fair, but it won't be fair. I actually to heard that on the radio. Who want to freak out and say that we're misogynists? Last like, no. night, you know, they were talking about, you know, why not just make a trans league? I mean, we've got the Special Olympics, you know, uh, International Olympics, and that's a special league for people yeah, with certain capabilities. Or here's a great and, question: uh, How many trans men are competing in men's sports? Just a thought. Right, right. There's they're like all going. They're, they're all going. They're all going to women's sports it's because it's fair. easier. That's the that's the low hanging fruit. And as a woman, I get resentful because you know no, low, I low hanging fruit's gone now. Well, it, it was easy. <laughs> no, because women are easier to pick up. Women have always been cowed. I'm the generation where, and I said this to 
a group of ladies the other day. I'm the generation that when you went out for an interview, you were told, well, dress sexy because you'll get a better job interview. This is the late 60s, early 70s. This for is some what reason, like. nobody ever gave me that advice. Well, I know, right? Because why? You'd be... I mean, like, sexier than this? <laughs> no, but like... you'd be interviewed 90% of the time you're interviewed by men. Yeah. And so that why would they care? But that's insulting, and they never saw it at the time. And men could say things to you at your workplace... That you had, that I had to put up with, yeah. and I had no recourse. And now, fast forward, fifty years, man, I'm watching them disappear, women. Yeah, or if a man breathes wrong, he loses a job. You know, and he's just left wondering, what did I actually do? You no, know? he's actually just got to become trans. Oh, yeah. That's all he's got to do is become trans, and then he's got his job. I have lotion of That's that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, then the Silence of the Lambs references are disturbing. <laughs> you know, and the thing about it, you think about it. All you've got to do is, if you want to, if you're a male, a, a white male, and you want to have a job, just like our the, the 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 trans person that is Secretary of Health or something. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a man. That's a woman. She's become a woman. So he's a white male. He's become a woman. He has a job. But so has he really become a woman? Can you reverse chromosomes? You know, can well, you alter we're that not talking thing? about that level. We're talking about the, the appearances on the outside. In order, this is how you disappear, woman. If you're a woman and you want a job, you just become a trans man. Yeah. So basically, what you're saying is you go beyond gender, which has its own actual definition, or did when I was a kid. But no, it's not even gender anymore. It's a political identity yes. of a woman. Yeah. It, it it is, and it's it's it serves no purpose. It's useless. You, you, you can Meanwhile, you in can't, China, able-bodied men are being fed red beef, and you, they're making you an army. Exactly. You can't say that about about these trans folks. You're not a biologist. What do you know? Um, you have to be uh, a biologist. Oh yeah, yeah. So woman, so Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown Jackson. Yeah. Did you hear? Yes. Her she answer, answer question when she was asked. You know, she can you give the me question? the definition of a woman? Yeah. What she makes wouldn't. a woman? And she's like, well, I'm not a biologist. Yeah. You're a woman. But you want to be a Supreme Court judge. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Well, th there's well, a man. You know, in a certain point, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you. No, no, go uh, ahead. It, it, I'm not saying I feel bad for her or sorry for her, but this kind of feels like the day and age you live in where you can't, from your heart, honestly answer a question, or from your standing knowledge, answer a question because someone's going to complain, exactly. and you're going to get the equivalent of me tooed or canceled. Exactly. And really, yeah. everything—it's—it's it's political subterfuge. Mm -hmm. And I think it's been slowly but surely being just allowed to happen in this country to where nonsense is the word of the day. And meanwhile, in China, should I do it again? No. Yeah. So I just like I just. Yeah, people yeah. are worried but about But where nothing. did where did where did it come from? I personally think it goes back to us you know 15 20 years ago all you know all opinions are valid. Even 12-year-olds opinions are valid. You know, we need more subliminal messages. <laughs> like what? How like more buy me in Pepsi commercials. <laughs> no, no, no. We we need more subliminal messages because without subliminal messages we can't be engineered, right? No, what we need is to actually respect and honor, like, the, the what is it, the nuclear family? The the standard family out there of, like, a mother and a father raising children. And I, that, that's not pointing at any, you know, anything about the gender politics or any specific... Uh-oh. He's got his hand on the pot. Yeah, so this is a... Ammo Kickin' Coffee oh. Social Club. Yeah, I, I don't hear that. You don't hear that? Yeah, yeah it's subliminal. You don't need no. to give me any okay. more subliminal messaging for this place. <laughs> I come here three times a week. 
<laughs> okay. So I'm I'm having fun. I'm having fun playing with our new board. Oh, okay. It's Charleston. Oh. You know, it's uh, it's it's awesome. And I have to thank Loretta for that. She oh, finally no. got frustrated enough with with the with the janky system that I had before, and. Uh, Together we pooled some funds, a majority of which came from her. Uh, but uh, yeah. we have now a excellent professional road Good. recording studio. I'm uh, sitting at my command station here. If you walk in the shop, you'll see something that looks sort of like a spider out of uh, Star Trek with some command modules. You do modules. look like you're ready to fire the Death Star. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's oh, wow. what this button does right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Just as long as it doesn't blow up when I'm near it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want that to happen. You know, um, we're we're looking at having a lot more fun, and um, you know, <sighs> speaking of funny things, Uh-oh. see, this is what we call an awkward transition. Okay, um, <laughs> talked enough about transition. Did did, but let's did, go. did you did you hear about how we're going to select our new senator or our new congressman this year? Why, why, why do you want to spoil a nice morning? A like, nice why? Morning. Why? why? What is wrong <laughs> with you? Is it going to be about what? as legitimate like, as what? the last presidential what election? Is this? What is We were having a good conversation. <laughs> and now we get to talk, you, show, talk you, about uh, uh, election ante- integrity. Yeah, you, you come along and you, you uh, want just, to introduce uh, the psychotic <laughs> result of an election that no other, as, from my understanding, no other state is going to do it this way. Right. No, there's no other state well, that's, that's because in we the have, union. That's because we have... Uh, Michael J. Dunleavy as our governor. Well, no, he's bound by. Well, I don't know. I'd have to get Bob Bird here, but he's bound by the law. That's what the. Oh no, we can the, have a special citizen. election. He's not bound by the law to do it as a mail-in ballot. He decided. Yeah, but other states appoint somebody. Right, but other states well, appoint yeah, somebody. And, and our state used to do that too until yes, Frank Murkowski. Until choice voting. No, no, until Frank Murkowski appointed his daughter to oh, fill well, that, his seat, and then they, they changed the they, law. Oh, they changed it. Second, then. when okay. you said Michael J., I had a glimmer of hope that you were going to say Fox. Fox. No, yeah, 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 like, no. Here's the solution, Doc. We got to go back to 1955. <laughs> and then just wow, yeah, okay, we yeah. could use 70 years to just unscrew up things. There we go. You know, that might be something that we should consider. Time travel. Go back travel. to 1955? That time yeah, travel, like, you, you know, know, and just set the right... But, see, we don't have to time travel because we have something called the Constitutional Convention. Mm. Yeah. It comes up, the option for us comes up at once every 10 years. Bob Bird made a very compelling argument for a Constitutional Convention in a recent uh, Lincoln-Douglas debate with... Uh, Oh, shoot. Now I'm forgetting his opponent's his, his, uh, debate. Uh, Coghill, wasn't it? Like Coghill? Coghill, yeah. Coghill. Still for this glorious coffee to kick in. Yeah, here. yeah. So. See, I, dis- I disagree with that because I think, I, you know, I love Bob Bird and his opinions. I think he's too, too optimistic sometimes. And I think we, we look at what happened with that Citizens Initiative uh, uh, ballot proposal, proposition, was it number two, that we now have uh, this chaos that is our electoral system here in Alaska, that why do we think we're going to do any better with the Constitutional Convention? That there's no plan. This is the trouble with it. There's no plan. Nobody has any ideas. Nobody even knows what it involves. Nobody knows how badly it can mess up. Which well, is all I, the, the which I is think, all the things that went into I think them putting that ballot do, proposition. Who do on. actually have a plan, but they're holding it close to their vest. Oh, that's a great place to keep it. 
Sure. All I can think of right now. So then, now is everybody, you know, it'll happen. The liberals are already running around talking about it. They've already got a huge plan. They've drafted people plan. to go, and then we're going to send two people that think alike, and they're going to send four thousand. And that's what happens every time. Somewhere between, I have a plan from Kevin Bacon at the end of Tremors, and then Doctor Strange loves. I have a plan. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's like neither are good. Yeah, but no. one might work. I don't know. No, I don't. You, you know, know it. it I, I'm glad you brought up Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> We're all gonna die, <laughs> but it's gonna I, be funny. But, but, I mean, when was the last time you watched that? I never watch movies. You, you've Seriously. never seen like Doctor Strangelove. Most of the movies you talk about, I have never seen. Oh my god! You can't fight in here. This is the wall room. <laughs> See, don't it goes right over my head. It goes right over my head. Well, uh, <laughs> what what was what Which was uh, the, his name? The, the star of that he played Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers played. No. He played like six. He different played people. six different people okay. in there. He was Doctor Strangelove, okay. who was a former Nazi <laughs> who was brought to the United States like to so work. So many former Nazis were brought to work uh, yeah, on to, rockets. To, to, to work on to work on the the nuclear program. It's like, and, that's just a slight blemish in American history. And then he, that and we then he plays and then the he rug. plays this uh, this British officer. All right, yeah, Colonel. <laughs> Guano, if that really is your name. <laughs> it's definitely worth worth watching. So it yeah, was produced. It's literally it was, a dark comedy about the end of the world. Yeah, it was. It was produced <laughs> at the height of the Cold War. Oh, okay. It's, so it it's, really wasn't a comedy at all. It was kind of like <laughs> we're supposed to be laughing, but this is what I think about every night when I go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> and and it was filmed in black and white, if yeah. I remember correctly. Um, but I mean. If you watch that and the insanity uh-huh. that is represented in that satir- that yeah. satirical yeah. presentation, the sad part is that you of, would believe nowadays that that's what actually yeah, happened. Well, no, no, you can look at it and 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 feel like you've been transported into a, a parallel universe because it kind of feels like how things feel now, mm-hmm. disjointed. Yeah. You know, totally, totally undescribably, you know, broken. Yeah. Um, and and just completely dysfunctional yeah. and um and somewhere they've got a mine shaft where like three thousand people will survive right right it's a right. ratio of 10 females to one female i mean male you know? yeah <laughs> uh yeah so uh th- that brings me to another oh. film i think oh, i told no. you about don't look up mm. i haven't seen that one yet so so See, don't look is- up was uh was uh, i think a next netflix uh yeah, production it's relatively new too. with leonardo DiCaprio and um i heard he was actually quite good in it though uh, you know, I mean, for uh, yeah, for the role he played, I guess he was. Um, Wasn't he like a scientist that was desperately trying to warn humanity that a comet was coming? Yeah, yeah. Meryl Streep was in it, and she was the president. So let me guess, nothing got done. Uh, there's a very surprised ending that's that's like uh, disturbing. It's not one for little children, but mm-hmm. uh, but it puts a nice little cap on the whole production. Um, but it but it does it does paint a picture of the lunacy. In the White House. Uh, speaking of lunacy. Speaking of which, yeah, look who's on TV. Yeah, we've got... Uh, the cackling uh, hyena. Yeah, uh, Vice President Harris, you know, just laughing uncontrollably. I need to get, like, a Xerox photo of her and color in, like, the Joker theme. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah I, you know, that would do disjust, uh, uh, and disservice to the Joker. No. Uh, she, she's, like got a, she, yeah. she's got a way scarier smile than the Joker. <laughs> So no, I'm I'm trying to understand why people are still talking about her. Can't we just assume she's an idiot and just 
Who? Move on. I mean, like, no, seriously, I don't even understand. Every time she shows up, people go, look at what she did now. And I'm going, yeah, but you didn't see the other 10 things? <laughs> like, look what she did now. Like, it's a like, good thing that she's cackling when getting asked. But why should we even, now. why should we even talk about it? We're wasting. And I think conservatives waste airtime talking about this. Like, well, that's what they do. Or uh, not, not newscasters, not conservative. I'm sorry. Well, this is a conservative. Yes, yes. But what I'm, what I'm genuinely worried about, and I yeah. think what a lot of people are worried about, is that when, when good old Ramblin' Joe finally, you know, again, Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, um, <laughs> she's next in line. And yeah, God but she, help us. she's going to. Don't you feel that she's going to be the same puppet? She's going to be the same puppet that he is. She's going to be the same puppet. I don't know. I don't know. She's. I think she's still. Oh, I, co- I think she's still cognitively, you know, like connected enough to her own ego her own and agenda. being able to see the reality around her that I don't think she would be as easily handled as Joe Biden. Uh, they could easily. There's lots of stuff they can do to get rid of her. I don't think she has that much support. Yeah. I just, not, not even, even the way but liberals I don't think talk you can, about I don't her. Think I don't think you can, I don't think you can, support either. I don't think Honestly, you can me, buy her off with if, a, with a ice cream cone and a this, can of Ensure. This last you know. election, no, honestly, this last election, it, to me at least, it reminded me of the old Charlton Heston movie, El Cid. You yeah. ever heard of that one? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's basically, the her, the heroism of it aside, basically, the last ditch effort that these people have to save themselves from an incoming army, they mm-hmm. put the body of their dead king on yeah. a horse and ride him yeah. out the gate. Okay. I'm sorry. To me, that's a great that's a great allegory to, to, to the current, you know, dumpling in office. It's just like, this is all we've got! Work the weak, arms! Work the it's arms! weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, weekend at Bernie's without all of the uh, weekend at Joey's. Uh, without but, all the but humor. But somehow stuff is being done. Weekend at Biden. And actually, their well, that's because their, of the shadow their agenda, government behind their agenda the is progressing quite rapidly, mm. much faster than um, yeah, even. They know they've only got so much time before he. So I, to me, it's 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 this argument. We're it's the squirrel thing. It goes back to the squirrel. I saw somebody call it shiny penny the other day. I have a dog that you say squirrel, and he's distracted from anything. We conservatives, you you say Joe Biden, and we don't notice that all the policies he's putting in, his bureaucracy is implementing and putting in, and having us do and think and say. So, so you know, one of the things that we talk about frequently on this show is that uh, oftentimes these bigger issues, these national, um, these national offices and things, are so far out of our wheelhouse that we really don't have any control over them, and so we end up spending a lot of time just running around the. uh, You know what it feels like? It feels like being the ball. On the end of, of uh, one of those tetherball games. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to yeah. say the paddle the, thing. The, the paddle ball. The paddle ball. Thing, yeah. the paddle ball. No, I think that the, the tetherball. Tether we just ball. get wound up one yeah. way. And, and then, then the news media. Wound, 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 wound back the other yeah, way. Yeah, and, and it's just over and over and over again. And, and the whole time we're getting beat. Exactly. You know, exactly. just pummeled. And um, <laughs> so, you know, I'd like to encourage folks to, while, while it's uh, entertaining sometimes, darkly so, um, to talk about all these national issues. Also, don't forget to pay attention to local elections and exactly. politics because yeah. we have some yeah. interesting developments this week. Ooh. Um, so for those of you who remember the reason why the Ammo Can Coffee Shop became the Ammo Can uh, Social Club, 
Yeah, don't do sorry. that. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's really sorry. loud. Sorry. <laughs> he's he's sh- playing with his stool. Uh, no, I've been sitting for No, an hour no. Let's started. just walk away from that really quickly. Okay? Walk away. Uh, Mr. Walk President, away. can you stop playing with your stool? I'm still waiting for you to ask me how I feel about Pelosi. Uh, well, how how do you feel about Pelosi? Let me refer back to my notes. <laughs> I go off notes. Melania is going to stab me later. All right. You don't want to you know, use the uh, the teleprompter this time. Oh, that's low. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. The only the only president in recent history who's needed a teleprompter is the you know if you want to call him a president, he can't even read the teleprompter. You know, it just kind of gets like micro shocks every once. Oh, I'm I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Uh, as far as Pelosi goes, she's the closest thing we'll ever get to a real life Palpatine of Voldemort. Seriously though, like how many? How many virgins are going to be sacrificed so she can stay in Congress, Senate, whichever? It's not important. God willing, she'll be out of Washington soon. And just, you know, two years of people getting mask shamed for two years. I just said two years twice, forgive me. But she can get a <laughs> well, hand Well, you, you, can, you can say two years because you're, you can, you know, there's people wearing two masks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Exactly. So. People getting masks shamed, but she can go get her hair done at a place close to the public because of China virus. People's budgets and wallets and families are suffering in part because of policies they put in place, but she publicly airs her, you know, chocolate ice cream collection on CNN. Good for you. One standard's good. Might as well have two. (laughs) One day that woman's face is just going to, you know, peel off and what's left of her soul is just going to crumble out, poof, like Harry Potter just popped her last horcrux, you know. I'm not even sure what that is. I, I didn't read yeah. Harry Potter. <laughs> too many, I, too I, but, many but, movie references. But I'm sure that sounded like uh, like uh, something, something that was just a little beyond PG. Yeah, <laughs> I think. Uh, What's a Horcrux? Oh, oh, goodness. Okay, so for like, I don't know, the other 95% of the population, Voldemort, or we do not speak his name. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, he's like, the super he's bad the guy. He's the ultimate baddie he, he, in, in he's, Harry Potter. He's like, he's like Sauron, right? No, he's like a watered down like you know bad copy of Sauron because let's face it that's most of Harry Potter versus Tolkien Um, I'm partial to one over the other but no like he basically fractures his own soul so that he will never die but to do that you've got to do all sorts of nasty actually things. Actually deplorable things, not like what that word's used for now. Like, he started by... <laughs> like like registering for the Republican Party? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, but basically... You must be trying to fracture your soul. I think so. Well, I in, think the, so. in the books, or at least in the movie, because I know the books are a little different, he starts by killing somebody. Okay. Okay. All right. And that was the first one, so... And, and this so is like, a children's book. Yeah. No, I, I read the books. Uh, yeah. Don't watch the movies. Yeah. I don't participate in Hollywood. Yeah. See, this is what I don't get. You guys participate. Going to movies, you are perpetuating this these myths about uh, conservatives, and you're actually emboldening these people because you're keeping them wealthy. Well, I can't, I can't, the I biggest watch, thing I can't you can do is them. to stop going to Hollywood <laughs> movies. Okay, I don't go to Hollywood movies. I go from, like, my DVD collection of movies from the 80s, which were awesome. Okay. You know, like the Reagan years movies. Okay? The Reagan like, years. But I'm even sorry. then, some of those people get residuals. I'm sure they do, but at the same time... We cannot time... support them. Mm, yeah. Well, it's, see, kind, it's hard, it, though. It, it's kind of like... See, the, it's we, see, we have this this conversation about uh, the addiction to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right? I know. I, I am. Which, which right now, yeah. we have a piece of electronic equipment that was hand-delivered it's hard. by yeah, That's true. I see the UPS little label over here. It's made in China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, we got to fix that. At least take the sticker off, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But it's hard. See how they've wrapped us up? I'm not... The truth of it is, 
It's we a wicked problem. We exist in a world where trade should be the word of the day, not conflict. We should be getting along. We should be, everyone should be making money. That sounded like President us. Trump. That's, <laughs> That's what he said. In, Nobody wanted him, though. You know, I think a lot of people wanted him. Even it's his just, NATO allies. Uh, did you see when they went over yeah, to Yeah, they're all kind of eating NATO? their words now. Well, no, but Jen Psaki said something to the equivalent of, well, you know, now that the, the adult is in the room, oh, yeah. all our NATO allies can exhale a, a breath of relief right. because he's going to solve the problems of the world. Yeah, how's yeah, that worked out so far? You know, so it was interesting how insulting. few problems of the world existed before Joe Biden. <laughs> and then after Joe Biden, it seems like we now have a lot of worldwide problems yeah well they blamed him all on president trump none of these these weren't happening with him i'm sorry russia wasn't making moves you know i'm sorry well yeah the last time russia made moves was the last time joe biden was in office yeah but when he was vice president wasn't there the whole line of the sand thing you know yeah it was like oh it's just crimea we only want crimea i should and hitler only wanted the rhineland what's your point yeah and then he only wanted what check well czechoslovakia is the rhineland then he only wanted Belgium. Yeah. Then he only wanted Poland. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, it's kind of it's kinda, it's kind of like uh, being in kindergarten. You know, it with, is with with that kid that, that just I just want to borrow it for a second. But I I, I should have printed it out. It said one of the White House apologists came and said, "Well, you know, we didn't have any trouble during President Trump's." time in office because he gave the Russians everything they wanted. Now, if you talk to anybody who was from U- the Ukraine at the time, no, he didn't. He actually, Putin actually hated uh, President Trump. Trump. Yeah. But he respected him. He respected him. There's a huge bit of difference between... Yeah, who cares if you like yeah. a world leader? No, there needs to be respect and nobody respects this guy, which you, is why they're you doing You gotta like each other because there's only room for 3,000 in that <laughs> underground bunker. Indeed. That's right. So you've got or, to, or on the spaceship. Or on the spaceship. Uh, yeah, so the, you the, don't, the you're not getting it. We have to use two spaces for my wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> No, I just, um, you know, they, yeah. yeah, I'd like to get back to to local politics oh. uh, because um, I don't know how many people remember uh, Justin Ruffridge. Oh yeah, that's the pharmacist owner. The yeah. pharmacist, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, so that a professional pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. So this is the guy who you know, according to some different folks who've met here during our our uh, Liberty Action meetings that that meet at the <laughs> shop here. Um, would fill people's ivermectin early on, would fill their ivermectin prescriptions, but not to the effective level to which they were prescribed. Yeah. Their doctors would prescribe them based on their body, body weight, weight, which is how you prescribe ivermectin. And <laughs> Mr. Ruffridge would go ahead and fill the prescription, but at a much lower dosage, yeah. basically an ineffectual dosage. Yeah. And um, he also sat on the state... Uh, pharmacy board. Yes, I believe he, he was the president. Yeah. Is he still on there? Yes, he is. He is still on there. He admitted so, it last week. So, he was on Dwayne Bannock's show. So, so he sits on on that uh, that board, which uh, there are pharmacists all over the state that were basically threatened or at least led to believe that if they were to fill any of these prescriptions that did not fall lockstep in line with CDC and NIH recommendations. And I use that word broadly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that uh, that their licenses might come under threat. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't that the stuff that was supposedly working? Yeah. So <laughs> so you know the th- the the things that we're finding out now, the CDC doesn't want to share their data. Yeah. On on their protocols mm-hmm. because uh, people might misinterpret it. Oh goodness. 
But uh, Mr. Ruffridge has just announced he's that running. He's running mm-hmm. for the office of what is it? Is it Senate? <coughs> I think Mr. Machicki's seat. I thought it was a logo. See, I didn't. I thought <clears throat> did he change? Um. I, so he's he's running for Peter. I thought it was like a or for or is he going something. against uh, Ron Gillum? No, he's he. I don't think he's. Oh really? He's running oh, that's for interesting. Didn't get that. Um, but he is, uh, I'll have to look that up real quick, but I just, just fly by heard that, that he was going to be running for office. And you know, what's really, what's really interesting is these people who are resume building. Yeah. They don't go in and just seek one office. No. They start low and then they start, you know, their, their ambition becomes pretty transparent. And Mr. Ruffridge was on the city council oh. when, here in Soldatna, oh. when uh, the city council took up the ordinance, the issue on masking. Okay. So I have to thank Mr. Ruffridge for helping us make the decision that we were going to become a private club. Uh, okay. Because Mr. Ruffridge was very interested in the masking issue and that vote by the way only failed by one vote even after they put the the item which had been early in the agenda all the way at the end of the agenda ran the meeting long mm. with the hopes that the 300 people online would <laughs> sign off oh no but the question was finally asked around 11 p.m uh when they when the vote went down this is like a year and a half ago and uh in december of 2020 i guess it would be and um, uh, at the end of that, Mr. R- they, they had this money burning a hole in their pocket. They had this, uh, this COVID relief money, mm-hmm. CARES Act money. And they decided that um, even though that the ordinance didn't pass, that it, they thought it would be prudent to take the CARES Act money and put it into public education. Because after a year of lockdowns and masking and mandates and social distancing. That's exactly what we need. We, we, we didn't know about the dangers of COVID after a year because we're too stupid. Yep. One could almost assume that might have gone better into some form of stimulus. Now, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, was a, it was the CARES Act money, you yeah. know, it's, it's, uh, because they cared so much about us. All of us... Uh, Inconsequential um, people who were not essential. Somewhere in an all. So, so Mr. Ruffridge, Mr. Mr. Ruffridge has a set on him if he thinks that he is going to be able to just waltz into this position. Because I, for one, am going to be very outspokenly vocal against his uh, candidacy yeah. for whatever seat it is that he's running. Yes. Because he does not represent freedom or liberty. Or uh, the ideals. Then you need you need to listen to him being interviewed because he does. Oh, he does. He does he, represent he deeply, freedom. He deeply cares he for does all of us. Represent liberty, and he if, if does. If only your viewers. 
could see the look on your face as you say that. Like, if you can hear the look on Jason's face, it's priceless yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, you're just wrong, Jason. Yeah, I am I'm, so sorry. Our, you need our to Bangladeshi be fact checkers re-educated. are screaming yes. about you it. You need to be re-educated. You well, need I'm sure to that he, to I'm, sh- I'm sure he would probably be one of those people who would be a proponent of a re-education I'm facility. Positive. Oh, like the, the, the Uyghur camps in China, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a great idea. It's a great yeah. education. It's totally well, that we don't free. Talk about it's totally free. Them, right? yeah. It's that that education is totally free. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you know, it is. I mean, healthcare. So is the food they don't eat. <laughs> no. so, so you know, so another no. interesting development this this week. Okay. Uh, the bird's eye view is no longer the bird's eye view. They have now changed it to, to the talk of the keen eye. Yeah, and, and how do they alternate days? No, no, no. You didn't hear the other part. Oh. So. Jesse Bjorkman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been listening. Has so. announced. Oh, no. He's running yes. against Senator Peter Michicki oh. for Senate. I thought he was going to run for Borough Mayor. No, 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 oh, okay. no. He's running against Mr. Michicki. Oh, well, he won't win either. <laughs> Mr. Bjorkman. Mr. Bjorkman. Mr. He's Mr. Mr. See, I so can but, actually say here that I haven't been in Alaska long enough to know about this. Is it good that Mr. Bjorkman's running, or is it... Well, I guess it would be good in the sense that he's no longer on the radio. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so Bob Bird is running is five days a week now? Because uh, Jesse was on yeah, a no, couple no, days. No, Jesse's off because he can't have a show as a candidate. As a candidate. Well, that's actually nice because he was really... Um, I, I understand radio is hard, but he really should not have been on the radio. He was very... <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> well, uh, why are we allowed to be honest? Why, why can they talk about all kinds of things about conservatives? Why can't we say... Whatever is on yeah. their mind. Well, the well, see, he, like, see, uh, see, I'm being nice. Well, he's see, just Jesse, very... He's, Jesse, Jesse is claiming to be a Republican. Well, he's not. Bless his heart. <laughs> he's not. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. If you've been to Texas, you know what that means. Yeah. I was yeah. in Texas for 24 hours. Oh. Yeah. Was your heart blessed while oh, you were my there? My heart got blessed playing in South Carolina. I know, it, what, that, I know yeah. what that means. It does yeah, not mean good heart. things. No. Yeah. no. Well, there's no, yeah. no. The truth of it is, it's kind of like Murphy's Law. It's not automatically bad. There's like 76 different meanings for bless your heart. <laughs> well, one, it depends, it depends it. on if somebody, if you're being handed a sweet tea. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. you say, bless your heart. Thank yeah. you for the sweet tea. But if yeah. you cut somebody off accidentally in traffic and hear bless your heart, that's yeah. just the nice Southern Baptist okay. way of saying a lot of that, that, This, that, is, this is cutting that's, somebody off in traffic, bless your heart. That, that's just what you say in the time while you're reloading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. You yeah. tried hard, didn't you? Yeah, you just really tried hard. You didn't know what you were getting into. There was a lady on on Keen Iceberg Highway yesterday. She was getting ready to take a left turn. She was in the left lane, like the opposite lane. Okay. Right across from Soldatna Ammo. And I I had just turned in, and she's turning into my... And I was about to, like, make a loop around and be like, um... She must have known something you didn't know. They no, probably, she was, she they was like an ice cream a, like Joe Biden. They, they, <laughs> probably, they probably got a new shipment of ammo, and she was going to pick that yeah. up. Yeah, it's just, you know, if you want a head-on collision because you're in the opposite <laughs> lane of traffic, getting ready to make your left turn. It's like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people making a left turn into you here in a moment. <laughs> Bless your heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, 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 Jesse Bjorkman, well, I'm going to have... Because I knew he was running, but I actually thought it was for borough mayor well this is gonna be interesting because of this jungle primary that we're having yeah you know because so now this now this means that we have tuckerman babcock we have peter Peter michicki we have jesse bjorkman now i spoke with um jennifer kendred okay she's considering running well she wasn't oh 
but I strongly recommended that she consider it. Why though? Because I'm she's not... because she's an activist and and she she's altruistically motivated. She's not sought any public office before. She's not building a resume, but she's incredibly yeah. incredibly smart. She's well spoken. She is spending all of her free time I, running I, around trying to advocate for the right thing. Yeah, I do get that, but, but don't... she only gets she only gets 3 minutes at a time to say what's on her mind. <laughs> And yeah. I told her, I told her, I said, you know, but, you should consider running. Not if, to win. Though. Well, to win. Yeah, but you're just going to guarantee Peter Machicki's elected. No, you know no, that. No, yes. no, with no, Tuckerman, no. Yes, with all those, yeah, you're no, going to Tucker, divide the vote. Tuckerman will kill Machicki. You really, you're yeah, sure? Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, positive. So many people despise not, Mr. Machicki. Machicki's a bully. Machicki threatens people. Yeah. Machicki promises and under delivers without exception. Okay. Machicki plays both sides of the aisle. Well, Machicki you know, is the president it, of the Senate, you know, and he says that he has no power. Yeah. Machicki yeah. is... Um, he's a household name and not in yeah. a good way. But you know all those names you've mentioned have have their following. Jesse Bjorkman has a, a fairly large following from my understanding. But they're all recycled political hacks. They are, but hey. I would I would hey, I would encourage Jennifer to run as long as it didn't st- if it, if I, I, I think, knew I think that she Peter could Michicki actually win. Would, no, I don't think so. I have spent most of I don't so, so, so here's here's I, here's I maybe what so. you don't know about Jennifer. Well, so so Jennifer yeah. is a teacher. Yeah, I, so I she's know. had a, a huge amount of influence yeah. uh, on a lot of people's households on yeah. their children. Mm-hmm. If you do a good job for people's kids, they don't yeah. they don't quickly forget that. Um, my dad was a teacher for thirty plus years, and he still has people who thank him, who yeah. come up to him, who love him. Yeah. Um, because of how he treated their children and yeah. how he helped them through that difficult, whatever, yeah. fifth grade year. Yeah. Um, so so she's got that going for her. She's a conservative teacher, which is a rarity. Yeah. Um, she's outspoken uh, in her advocacy for medical liberty. Yeah. She is also she also moonlights as a um, a waitress. Waitress. Uh, where she actually has a lot of uh, similar dynamic yeah. that I have. I have people come in the shop all the yeah. time and ask me my opinion on political candidates. They're looking for information. And, and you know, the social media universe has these people like YouTube and stuff, have yes. these people they call influencers. Yeah. Well, essentially, we're influencers, but in meat space, not virtual yeah. space. Yeah. We're in um, MEAT space, you know, yeah. where f- we physically yeah, can get, get yeah. together. And um, so she she has a lot of folks who approach her in her position in that regard as well. Um, I just you're just you're much more optimistic. I'm a very, very cynical. I would hate to see all this happen with wonderful people that are that are running. And I, I, I love Jennifer Tuckerman. I just know there's a lot of money behind Tuckerman right now. Oh, yeah, because point. he's and, the establishment because candidate. Because he's the establishment. And but I people would hate are tired. To people are tired. And if they would, if they fine, take half but, a minute, yeah. if they have half a minute, take half a minute and they consider who Tuckerman is yeah. and what Tuckerman has done with his resume, because he's a resume builder as well. Yeah. You know, he was previously the party chair yes. and he stepped down prematurely yeah. for some scandalous things. Well, and then he spent some time, a long period of time, and came back and became party chairman again. Yeah, yeah. And he served in that position for about 30 seconds and stepped down from that to take a chief of staff position with 
Mike Dunleavy, was with him for about 30 seconds and then stepped down from that position. And, and so Tuckerman's been in and around everything, but he, people have to remember he also supported, and I believe he still is a closet supporter of Lisa Murkowski in a big way. And I was the bonus vote for District 30 mm-hmm. when we wrote him a letter yeah. and told him, you know, look, we brought you into this world. We can take you out, essentially, when we voted him in as the as the chairman. Yeah. And uh, we have to do something to censure well, Lisa Murkowski. But, but he, and he, he, yeah. he obfuscated and yeah. and maneuvered and did his political thing to to insulate and protect her. Yeah. And so. You know, if and then and then if you look at Peter Michicki's record, you know, there you don't have to dig very deep. And and if there's any year, there's there's so much political upheaval with the way that our, our election system has changed. Yes. The jungle primary changes everything. It does. It changes everything. It changes everything. everything. It changes yeah. the dynamics. Yeah. And so I I think that, that actually Kendra or, or Jennifer, Jennifer Kendra could make it to the generals. And and uh, if she were able to make it to the generals, that given the baggage, that's the other thing she doesn't, you're, you're she so, doesn't you're have. You're so optimistic. She doesn't have the Bless baggage that these other guys. <laughs> Bless your heart. You're so optimistic. Now, that's evil. <laughs> no, that's not. That was Again, one of those, isn't he naive? 76 different uses 76 for that 76 different phrase. versions, yeah. <laughs> No, I would just hate to think, you know, we've got this set up to get rid of Peter Michicki, and then because of whatever, we get Jesse Bjorkman in because of the way the primary, because we've never done this jungle primary. We've never done the ranked choice voting before. People don't even know. I saw... A- well, I think the Democrats will, will assure that Jesse Bjorkman is one of the folks exactly. that makes it to the general. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and then all they've got to do is assure that... But you at, know. at that point, it's just the top four. Right? Yeah, but then all they've got to assure. I mean, so the you've, top got, four or top so you've three. got Peter Michicki, uh, Tuckerman Babcock, Jennifer Kindred, and Jesse Bjorkman. Mm-hmm. They're going to make sure that Jesse Bjorkman's elected. And that's all I'm saying. Because I saw again an, or a comment on either it was the Alaska Watchman or something that said, do we have to vote all four places? And I'm just pulling my hair out, screaming that, yeah. It, yeah, this is huge to even educate people how to vote in this. And that's my only comment. I am. This is not a comment on the people. It's more a criticism of the 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 ranked choice voting, right. and that's going to take. If it doesn't get kicked out the next, it's got two years, doesn't it, before it can be repealed? Correct. If if it stays in, it's going to take twenty years to educate people how to vote. Yeah. It's it's a nightmare. I don't even understand. Well, if if you wanna if you wanna look at who Tuckerman Babcock is, yeah, he's a he's a, a Lisa supporter, and yeah. he worked for this governor who is uh, anti-constitution. Yeah, and uh, a crony. Yeah. Uh, this governor was was uh, is close friends with Bob Penny, who yeah. many folks on the commercial fishing side of the equation will tell you yeah. is a bad relationship to have. Yeah. Uh, because it benefits one user group, mainly the Valley sports fishermen, and uh, and not the interests of the local community as a whole, but just a very narrow uh, uh, special interest group. Yeah. But but think back to when you were trying to uh, get Gary Knopf, re, you know, recalled. I people held... were, people were apathetic. 
but they were apathetic. But you know, what you know who, who was, wanted to sign everything? It was people who weren't in the district. Yeah, but you want to know, <laughs> you know, it was a nightmare was I stood there with a clipboard. I had people yell at me. Right. And I'm going, hey, look, I'm holding a clipboard. Well, they're the same people that are screaming about their uterus. Well, and that's that's the part where I bring my belief from is I looked, I stood there for weekends. I went to some big events with that. And I just, the animosity, I don't have the optimism that you have. I really think that if there's not a big effort put behind getting rid of Peter Machicki, we're going to end up with Peter Machicki again or Jesse Bjorkman. Or the, the or the guy from the 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 pharmacy because he's very well known, and he took a stand that for believe it or not a huge section of this community was very popular, very very popular, pro vaccine anti alternate medications and there's a huge uh, part of this community doesn't want that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I guess we'll have to leave that where it is. Mm-hmm. Um, my encouragement is going to continue to be exactly if you see a problem be the solution and if you don't like the lesser of two evils be that third thing that is not evil and i'm not advocating for stupid (laughs) (laughs) i advocate for stupid because i don't think there's enough smart around to be evil or maybe even better educate so there's less stupid and less make evil. People, make people more well-rounded, more knowledgeable. Exactly. Get rid of the stupid just like you get rid of the evil in the world. Yeah. Any final comments, Mr. President? This was fantastic. I know I kind of dropped off there at the end. What can I say? I'm 73. I took a nap. <laughs> but um, Hey, we weren't that boring. Oh, no, but, you know, you guys were definitely talking about Alaska politics. Uh, oh, and that's okay. Still getting used to those. <laughs> thank you very much for joining us. And thank you, President, for coming in and hanging out for the Ammo Can Coffee Social Club Conservative Hour of Power and Enlightenment Salon.